of 30 minutes of the right mix of music from today and yesterday on Villanova's V891 The Roar.
Happy Friday, Villanova, and you are listening to Please Tune In. I'm Allison. I'm Ryan. And we have a special guest with us today. Hello, it's Talene. And you are listening to Please Tune In. On V891, The Roar. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, so we're super excited to be in the studio today, even though it is horrible disgusting weather outside we are still well if you listen to the weather on wxvu you <laughs> hang on known i'll play the weather been able to prepare i got it hang on now here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line rain is likely for your veterans day friday with the potential for heavy rainfall a high today of 69 rain continues overnight we'll get down to 63 for a low we clear out for your Saturday with a mix of sun and clouds. A real nice day, a high of 66. And much cooler Sunday with a mix of sun and clouds, a high of 49 degrees. You heard it here first. It is raining outside. Uh, Ryan, how are you doing this week? I'm good. It was a busy week. It's a busy week? going to be a busy week next week. Yeah. And a busy weekend. I totally agree. It's that, that time of the year. How are you doing this week, Talene? I have, as I've been telling multiple friends who have kindly asked me, I was really busy last week and I got nervous about this week about how busy I was going to be. Mm-hmm. But I've come to like an acceptance of the level of busyness. Huh. So I would say I'm doing good even though I am not. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's good. At least you've come to terms with it. At least exactly. you're at peace with it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a nice good thing. Um now you ask me how I'm doing this week. How are you doing, Alice? I'm doing okay, but I have something to complain about. So I was just at the research symposium. Um, what was your research about? I don't want to elaborate again, but it was about um, the role of parent language use um, on the the effect that it has on infant language development uh, in the context of homeless shelters, which I believe is really important research. But I I don't I don't want to give you the whole spiel again. But basically. Um, the reason I'd like to complain is because the guy who had the poster right next to me, I go over to his and I was like, hey, this looks really interesting. Can you give me like a, a spiel? And he was like, yeah. And then he talked to me for 15 minutes and I listened very attentively and I asked questions and I was like, wow, that's really cool research. And then half an hour later, he comes over to me and he's like, I'll give you the courtesy of asking about your research. What is it? And then he stood there for like the seven minutes that it took me and did not look at me did not look at the poster was constantly just like looking around clearly not listening or paying attention and i was like why what if like your vibes were bad and like he was like (laughs) (laughs) you're actually so evil (laughs) you're so mean to me um but to do a quick couple of announcements before we dive into our songs of the week this week, um, we are doing a Friday afternoon show. At 7 o'clock tonight, we'll be featuring an encore broadcast of the Villanova Jazz Ensemble's Fall Concert, which has 29 students and is conducted by Peter 
new. And also very excitingly, if you were tuned in this morning, we debuted another episode of The Morning Roar, which is our brand new weekly morning show. So tune in every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour where we discuss the latest happenings at Villanova and bring you news, interviews, and all kinds of cool features. It happens every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891 The Roar. Ryan, listen this morning. Ryan, how'd you think the show went? It was really good. Uh, I think you have a good group. You have a good group. group. Alternates, doesn't it? It does alternate. It alternates on a weekly basis, so we switch off every week with um, Chris and David being the permanent hosts. Nice, nice. So but it was very good. You were a great thank guest. Thank you. Thank it's, you. Thank it's you. Very well structured. Yeah. Lots of cool bits. If you want to hear more about it, tune in next week. It'll be great. Um, and with that, we will jump into our songs of the week. So first, we're going to do Talene's song of the week. Would you like to introduce it? I definitely can. So my song of the week is a lovely little nostalgic rediscovery for me, and it is Dean Martin's Return to Me, the 1997 remaster. Yes, we had to find it. (laughs) And this little story I have about this song is sweet because um, when I was growing up, my dad would... uh, Every Saturday morning, he would cook breakfast for us, and he was basically the guy with the aux that day. And therefore, he would always play various Dean Martin albums, sometimes seeking in some Sinatra there, with I had no complaints about. <laughs> and this past month, I've been recreating this playlist kind of from memory, and it's been a lovely thing to uh, kind of like calm down with while I'm studying or just doing other things and listening to basically the sounds of my kitchen growing up that is so incredibly sweet i almost brought to tears by that story um and with that i have nothing further to say please enjoy dean martin return to me Solo tu, solo tu, solo tu, mio cuore. 
And we're back. That was absolutely beautiful. I cannot even imagine how gorgeous it must have been to wake up to that and pancakes in the morning. Um, that is so, so, so sweet. But while we are, you know, on Talene, the topic of Talene, um, would you mind talking a little bit about your show, what it's going to be about, when it's going to happen? Just give yourself a little a little promo for our what like two listeners <laughs> <laughs> well i would love to uh as i said before i'm tallene tallene postian if you're formal like me <laughs> um and my show is going to be on sundays at 1 p.m which is a optimal time because i will be awake at that point on a sunday yes which is so great um and my show is called take a wild guess with tallene basically a little bit of a pun with the wild cats our resident basketball team and that is relevant because my show is actually actually under the realm of sports broadcasting, which if you know me is a little bit of a surprise because though I like some physical activity, I'm not exactly the world's biggest basketball fan. <laughs> and that is where the idea for my show came from. It's basically sports broadcasting for the non-sports fan. I, along with my many, many, many listeners, are going to be <laughs> learning about Villanova's most popular sport at the same time. So jo uh, join me on Sundays if you would like to kick off your Sunday afternoon with Fergie's National Anthem and other equally serious and relevant <laughs> analysis of Wildcat basketball games. That sounds absolutely amazing. Be sure to tune in. I will definitely, for one, be tuning in. That sounds like <laughs> so much fun. I think it brings a lot of needed uh, change to our sports shows. The others are all of our sports shows are six men in this studio yeah, sitting around four microphones area. and just being like, I just think Samuels is doing really good this season. That's it's, all it is. It's yeah. all it is. And even on the morning show this morning, they were talking about Villanova basketball and football. And I was just sitting there like, mm hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm excited to embark on this discovery of basketball with you. I'm glad. There's definitely space for those types of shows. I'm in no way going to be ecking them out. I don't think I would be able <laughs> I think to you anyway. Should. I think you should take them down one but by it one. it is going to be a little bit different. And that's the whole point. Like, if you, I, like what I always thought of it as is, like, if someone's kind of nervous watching a basketball game with friends, being like, <laughs> I don't know what to say at any point, you can, like, listen to my show, like, covertly and then learn along with me. Genius. That's <laughs> genius. Yes. So very exciting stuff. Um... Ryan, anything else to say? Nope. Okay, you fantastic. Yes, I have my song. So my pick for the week is Alice by the Vista Kicks. Um, I think it's a great song. Spotify was like, you should listen to this. And I was like, okay. And I listened to it and I really, really liked it. So how'd they know? <laughs> I don't know. They, I think they just have really good like algorithms. Yeah. That I think as an individual person who listens to what you like and then says, I think Allison will love this. Mm. <laughs> that would be really actually cute if there was someone just picking out my little songs for me. Wow. That's a very romantic notion. I like that a lot. Um, regardless, um, if the person, you know, who picked the song for me is out there, thank you. And enjoy listening to it.
Looking for the perfect way to spend a weekend? The Philadelphia Cat Extravaganza is coming to the Philadelphia Expo Center on December 17th and 18th. At this family fur-friendly event, you'll have the opportunity to get up close and personal with your favorite breeds, watch an amazing lineup of speakers, and witness an international cat competition. WXVU is giving away two tickets to this event. To enter, download the Radio FX app, favorite WXVU, and click Enter Contest. Good, Good luck! luck. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. And we're back. We're discussing the Philadelphia cat extravaganza that's happening. Yeah, it's very exciting. It is so exciting. Yeah, very confusing. Me and Allison will be there. Yeah. We will be there. We're going to be interviewing all the cats. We're going to bring a tiny little microphone and we're going to say, how does it feel to just have won best in show? Meow. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be be amazing. Somewhat like that. We'll get some footage. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was my song pick of the week. Um, That was Alice by the Vista Kicks. Um, We're going to do Ryan's song of the week real quick. And then we are going to dive into the Villanovan as we always do. And some serendipity today. We have an author of one of the articles in the Villanovan this week by total chance and so we're gonna have her talk about her article a little bit which is super exciting in addition to reading the crime as we always do and seeing if there's anything else we want to cover but in the meantime ryan would you like to say what song you've chosen for the week yeah drop the guillotine by peach pit all right anything else you'd like to add about the song it's a good song okay fantastic we will be right back enjoy the song
And we're back. Ryan, thank you for your song choice of the week. That was a great song. Yeah, of course. I liked it. Um, so now we're going to dive into the Villanovan as we always do. But since we're so lucky as to have a, a writer in the studio with us today, I would love for you to talk a little bit about the article that you've written for this week because it seems very, very interesting. Talene, take it away. Sure thing. This, unfortunately, is not a very lighthearted article, but it is a very necessary one. The one I'm talking about is on LGBTQ plus rights in Armenia. And as the vice president of the Villanova Armenian Students Organization, once I read the tragic news and events that like inspired this article, I knew I had to write about it and like spark some conversation. So the background is very recently... Um, I think early November or very late October, two young men who were a couple in Armenia jumped off a well-known bridge and committed suicide, um, specifically in response to the general homophobic as well as transphobic uh, like nature of the society that is Armenia at this moment. And we're a very small, proud nation which with a very long history, and I'm very much a champion for Armenia and Armenia's uh, like issues that span many different uh, like <laughs> fields mm. but unfortunately I can't stand behind Armenia's like current stance on LGBTQ rights as Armenia only decriminalized um, I think it says in there I don't have the article right in front of me but it only decriminalized 2003 uh, I yeah think homosexuality in 2003 wow which is good but also it's not exactly a bold step forward and there hasn't been much governmental support Mm. in terms of like creating change within this culture though there is still hope which I talk about kind of at the end of this article and I wanted to kind of make this relevant as well to the Villanovan audience as I often do in my articles that are more focused on Armenian issues so I contacted the secretary of the VU Pride Club here, and he gave me some wonderful answers and resources um, to help address uh, this issue and also help any LGBTQ plus Armenian Villanovans through this difficult um, news. And if you want to read maybe some of his quotes, Allison, just yes. Do uh, you want me to pass it to you? That would be great. Yes, actually. Okay. I'll give it to you. So, um, for example, he. In response to one question about how uh, Eric, who was the representative I spoke with, has seen rights progress in similarly conservative countries historically, he um, thoughtfully said that there's absolutely still a lot of work to be done in many conservative nations, but even though progress is slow, it's always happening. Uh, For example, he gave uh, that just a month ago or so, gay marriage and adoption were legalized in Cuba, and two weeks ago, the last Mexican state legalized gay marriage as well. It's sad these things have to come so late, but progress is still being done as more and more nations come around on this topic. And I just thought this broader um, international perspective was really helpful on this issue because um, coming from very much like the Armenian side of things, it can occasionally be insular and dark when these more progressive topics are sidelined in equally difficult um, discussions that more Armenians agree upon, for example, like genocide recognition. But 
I do believe that LGBTQ rights should be a central topic of discussion in Armenian circles, even if they are not right now. And luckily, there is one um, Armenian organization that is committed to improving public opinion and response to this specific issue called Pink Armenia. It is a leading uh, LGBTQ plus rights organization in Armenia. And their message in response to this specific event was that Pink continues to provide professional support for LGBT plus people, their parents, and supporters. If you feel that you are a loved one needs support, our specialists and consultants are available anytime. Uh, please remember you are not alone. And I love that last sentiment, and that is also um, where I kind of left off on this article. I really urge anybody who's listening to just give it a brief overview. Oftentimes, because Armenia is such a small country, our uh, issues don't really get international attention and when they do it's very rarely in this specific sub issue so i just wanted to take the time on this show thank you so much as well as in uh, the villanova newspaper to shed any light on it that i could thank you so much yeah, for talking you. about it on our show that's an amazing issue to bring to light um, i have um like two quick questions so have you noticed like a, a generational difference in in armenians or is like the older gen typically like the older generations tend to be more conservative and the younger ones tend to be a little more progressive have you noticed that in this case um that's a really good question i'll be honest of course speaking from a very specific viewpoint of like diaspora armenians in i'm from new york specifically um but honestly armenians I haven't seen that, to be honest. I understand from like an American perspective, that's a good a good assumption to make with like older generations being more conservative. But to be honest, because of our um, kind of like status, similar at least from my discussions with my friends of other uh, like ethnic backgrounds, like similar to like Jewish Americans or other um, like recently ex like refugee peoples, um, we are not a monolith of like. Uh, specific political viewpoints that translate well to American culture. Mm -hmm. Like, just for example, in my own family, we had a very interesting conversation about um, uh, recently, like, the Dr. Oz uh, campaign in Pennsylvania, and some of my family, like, extended family, are uh, like very conservative Republicans and some of them are very liberal Democrats and it was a very interesting conversation going on about do we go against Oz because I don't know if you know but he refuses to recognize the Armenian genocide he's uh, Turkish and he has Turkish nation not nationality he like has citizenship mm -hmm. in Turkey and has been aligned with like their government and stuff so that was like that's just kind of an example to say I haven't really seen that to be mm -hmm. honest which is a little bit disappointing and I hope that that changes with more news, not news like this, but shared uh, expression um, going forward. Great, thank you. And you kind of touched on my other question, which was like a difference between the diaspora community and the people that are still living in Armenia. Is there any differences there? Um, unfortunately, I don't have as much contact with Armenians living in Armenia as I would like. But from what I've read, honestly, we have a lot of current struggles going on there was very recently a war like going on in Armenia yeah. so I'm not in any way saying they have bigger things to worry about but more um, a lot of energy goes towards building community and being resilient against literal like outside attacking forces so most news that I read from Armenians living in Armenia is very much centered around keeping that positivity mm -hmm. up so 
I honestly don't know is the answer. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for addressing mm-hmm. those questions. Um, and I have one more, more just kind of like for you to plug. If people want to get involved with the Armenian Students Organization, how can they do so? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Um, we do many events throughout the semester, um, and you can learn about all of those on our Instagram, which is Villanova.Armenians. And um, you can probably also see us around campus when we do tabling events in Con, which happens every so often. Very recently, we did one in support of peace within the region, and you might have passed me by while I was <laughs> handing out flyers to every single person who walked by. Um, and besides that, we also also try and get our relevant news in the newspaper as much as possible so you'll just see us around just look us at look out for us if you have an armenian friend ask them and they probably are a part of the club even if it's very minimal <laughs> fantastic well thank you so much for talking about this i'd say we take a quick musical interlude sure thing and then we will come back and talk about the villanova and there's a, a bit of a juicy article i think we want to pick out a little bit are we gonna do the pub safe plotter yeah, we'll start with the Pepsi blotter. We'll talk about some articles, um, play some more music. But in the meantime, I'm going to put on some Tame Impala. So Sounds good. Enjoy.
And we're back. Fun fact about me, um, the first probably 150 or so times I heard The Less I Know the Better, Tame Impala's biggest song, I didn't know there were words in it. You thought he was just I just thought it was like, yeah, I just thought it was like vocalizing like that until one time I was at a party and someone was singing along to it. I was like, what are you doing? And and they were like, I'm singing along to the song. And I was like, there's not words in the song. And then they pulled up the lyrics and I was like, oh, my God. I never knew. Wow. And now I know. Anyway, we're going to dive into our um, what is what is the section called? Cry, crime Watch with Allison crime and Ryan. Watch, yeah. Crime okay. Watch, that's good. And Talene as well. Talene's actually going to kick us off today. Um, we're going to talk about the crimes that happened this week. Okay. Well, I think the one that sparked the most discussion within us today <laughs> is theft by unlawful taking or disposition. Which should say dispossession because okay. disposition is like your mood. Yes, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, <laughs> and dispossession wrong. is <laughs> when you take wrong. something. <laughs> that <laughs> mistake is always in there. I love that because it's a little bit like it's criminal to have in some kind of disposition. <laughs> Interesting. Um, this one says a female resident student reported clothing valued at $500 was stolen from a laundry machine. And my first opinion or reaction when i saw this was if you have five hundred dollars worth of a clothing item you're choosing to wash it in villanova laundry rooms yeah and just you're asking for that the the first of all like the filthiest washers and dryers ever that they definitely (laughs) like never clean um and then yeah it, it's like really exp- like take it to a dry cleaner if you spent mm-hmm. that much buying it you know what I mean like yeah. take care of it um but I was kind of bewildered that someone was rooting through someone else's laundry and that stole something by. really I'm very much of the opinion a little bit where it's like this is your fault like <laughs> I, I I hopefully this isn't one of my friends or something but like <laughs> if you have five hundred clothing let me borrow it sometime but like <laughs> there's two options here either like somebody had all of their clothing stolen and it was like worth $500 collectively which uh, like I feel worse about like that's upsetting for you but this one I really feel like it's probably just like a jacket or something that's like Gucci jacket and I'm like don't wash your Gucci jackets at college laundry rooms and I don't even mean for like safety reasons for disgustingness reasons yeah, I agree that's my PSA I agree yeah. I, I wonder was... if it was like they were like oh yeah it was probably $500 if they, they just like they estimated yeah just like, oh, it's yeah maybe they thought that telling the police that it was worth more would mean they would like <laughs> yeah, do more yeah. on the case <laughs> they were like it was $500 it was like 25 bucks yeah also there's like no way to find this am i crazy like you're not gonna get no, a warrant out this to this back. never ever. you are never ever getting this piece of clothing back what's the point of reporting of, this no for real like <laughs> you didn't lose it someone stole yeah. it they are no. not giving pub it back it and they're gonna auction it yeah <laughs> did you hear about the pub save auction pub I safe didn't police do that i didn't know there was one with there's pub one safe. on villanova they it did on it wednesday it was on wednesday yeah. it was Could just like we go no it's over it was online it was for a few hours but um, they had some valuable items. They had a lot of AirPods. They had some like sweaters, sweatpants. They had like loose AirPod cases. The valuable things, though, they had two Cartier rings, which got racked up to like four hundred dollars. I believe I see people a lot bought of those them on campus. I believe that they had those. I. I was bewildered because there was this girl in my class. We were in class and she kept going like, oh, I got outbid. And I was like, first of all, pay attention in class. But second of all, <laughs> I was like, you're being rude. Um, and second of all, I was like, what if they're fake? And you're just bidding like $125 for a fake Cartier ring. But like knowing Villanova, That's what I feel I'm like saying. they would be real. But how do you know? I don't think 
it matters. I'm very much <laughs> someone who's like, I will buy fake jewelry. I don't care. Not for hundred and fifty dollars. That's though. true. That's true. That's, that's true. expensive for well, like, a if you don't fake know, piece of jewelry. If you just live in ignorance. You could. That's just, true. Like, you could just be like, it is. Yeah, you just it is. I guess yeah. so. But yeah, those were the big ticket items. Um, mm. But then they were also selling like prescription glasses. I'm like, that's that was, evil. That like you should find the owner. Like that's also, evil. Yeah, there was also a guy in our class trying to buy back his AirPods that he <laughs> lost. That he lost. Which was really funny. <laughs> the date of like when he would get when he could get them by had passed, and he was like, I. Can't keep getting outbid for my own airbox <laughs> <laughs> oh that sucks it was so sad um but yeah that is a pretty funny crime maybe maybe she'll get them back in an auction maybe. or, or... That maybe actually all right we'll do another one this one's kind of fun yeah um retail theft on november 2nd in the Connolly center a Bel Air Terrace employee reported a theft of an unknown item. We don't know what it is. How do you know it was stolen then? I, I feel like this is like someone. You, I feel like someone like grabbed like a bag of chips and didn't pay for it and just walked. That's out, definitely right? what happened. Like when, like, sorry, when did this happen? November second. Was it you? No. <laughs> okay, I don't steal. But also, was that the weekend that Spo was here? Could someone have just walked in, not known they had to pay mm. for food, and just left? Uh, no, that was like. That was before Spo. Oh, it was before Spo. That was last Wednesday. Oh, that's kind of bizarre then. I don't know. Someone just like walked out with a hamburger. Okay, Sounds it's like a meal probably. swipe. That's Big deal. I'm saying, like, does Villanova pay you enough to file a police no. report based and on stolen sandwiches? Also, um, what was I going to say? There is incorporated into all of our tuition bills a $300 yes. stealing things yeah, charge. Yeah. So that's just so like asking let them me to steal be, things. Yeah, literally. Yeah. If I don't steal three hundred dollars worth of Villanova You're things, missing I'm out. losing money. We should is go what you're and loot me. the bookstore after yeah. this and take a hoodie, and that'll cover it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. Were there any other fun? There's a, there's a fun one. It's I think. Like Where is it? Point me to it. Oh, liquor underage. Oh, no, no, public it. drunkenness. Uh, also, liquor underage public drunkenness. <laughs> Where, where's this? What are you looking Maybe at? Maybe the first one. Wait. No. Yeah. No. The, the bo- this one. Oh, you were pointing here. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Disorderly conduct. Uh, this was November 6th in Catherine Hall. Yay. I know that the freshman RAs are just miserable. Um, RA discovered flooding in the men's restrooms of Catherine Hall caused by intentionally clogging the sinks. How do they know it was intentional? I think these should be more detailed. I want to know what clogged the sink. Yeah, would they use yeah. what yeah. method? Yeah. Well, they might inspire material. like a copycat crime, you know what I mean? So like, That's a <laughs> they describe it in too much detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, That's ooh. probably what it is. Like, yeah. why they oh my god, it. if they like disclose the MO, then like it'll start popping up in all the freshman yeah. dorms. That's yeah. horrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you remember our freshman year in St. Most people were just going crazy. One weekend, someone threw up in like two of the sinks and it did not get cleaned for like several yes, days that, it was so, you couldn't go in that bathroom it was horrible i think someone on the men's first floor pooped in the shower if i'm not yes, mistaken yes. yes i do that, hear that did they stomp it down or did they just leave I it there i don't and remember. i know who it is but we can't say the name oh, but i'll tell it i'll oh. sign it to you in asl oh, okay, okay but yeah th- that building was just like horrific thing didn't one time someone i think the same person tear down a bunch of um flyers off the wall at the end of the year and pee in the yes, hallway yes yes no that, it that was, was that such was crazy. a that nightmare was like when we got sent home from from covid, COVID. and so he like got really drunk at school possible he came yeah. back he tore everything off the wall and he peed all over everything oh yeah. you know what i wish that was a sober action <laughs> 
yeah, he was just like so mad that he had That's to pee. That's what on I was it. thinking of it initially. I was like, damn, what happened? Like, is he okay? But he was I, like torn yeah. up over COVID. He was just yeah. Mm. He was really sad. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Any other good crimes this week? Um, let's see. So we saw the electric scooter getting stolen last week, mm. but again, that's your fault because you leave it outside and you don't chain it up. No one chains it up. They just park them right outside the building and they walk away. And I'm like, you're crazy for this. They got to get like key fobs for scooters. They just get like a bike lock or something. Yeah. Like there's bike there racks. Like bike outside. racks yeah, they every, do. In every building? Not every building, but I feel like you could find there's somewhere to tie it up. Like, come on. So we had the Beller theft, a lot of public drunkenness as usual, $500 theft and the disorderly conduct in the sink. And that pretty much covers it. Um, should we Allison, take... you want to tell our, our listeners a story of something <gasps> we saw? Oh, that's right. I definitely do. Okay, so... Um, a few days ago, I don't even know when it was. Do you know what day it was? It was last Sunday. Last Sunday, really? Okay, so. last Sunday, Ryan and I are like, all right, let's get late night. Um, we live in the commons. We were walking. We walked over the bridge, down the um, wildcat path. Is that what it's yeah. called? And we were approaching the spit. And as we were approaching the spit, we saw two tall, they must have been athletes, like tall guys just running as fast as they could away from whatever dorm. Uh, good counsel. Good counsel. Just sprinting as fast as their At legs first, will take them. I thought they were just like having a good time. I, I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're just going for a run. Yeah. <laughs> and then like... Maybe like 20, 30 paces behind them is a pub safe officer doing like a light jog to try and catch <laughs> yeah. them. It was awesome. It was like. He gave up quickly. They too. were sprinting and he took like 10 jog paces and was like, no, I'm done. He wow. folded immediately. But then one of them circles back around. Yes. Runs back through the park. Sprints lot, back through the into lot into the, into the building. And of is he the, passing uh, the officer? Yeah, he yes. Him, so the- he passes the officer and he goes in and presumably like goes into his dorm. But. And then the other one doesn't return. I don't know where he ended up. But eventually, another cop car pulls up. He's gotten back up. There's another police officer guarding, like, the side exit mm-hmm. of good counsel. And then I think they, like, went into the building. And yeah. Because once you swipe into the building, that's it. They, they yeah. know that you're yeah. the dude who went in at that moment. They can check your wild card record. Mm. Like, you're finished. Um, but what could they have possibly been? Like, did they get caught with Alk or, like marijuana paraphernalia i wonder what it was that that prompted like a chase that prompted a chase that's what i'm saying why would you return is my question that's what we were thinking about like the guy who stayed away that's smart yeah that's smart not gonna get hide out in the neighborhoods unless his friend snitches on him that's true but hide out in the neighborhood for a little bit wait and then come back in like an hour an hour and a half or go to a friend's dorm or something and just stake out the night for a little bit but the the returning was not critically thought out in my opinion and the fact that it's not in the blotter means that they might have not been caught that is a really good point what do you think or maybe it'll be in next week's blotter it might be they had they they kind of had like repeats from like last week and this one yeah so maybe i don't know maybe maybe something got messed up this one i don't know We'll see. We will see what happens. Fingers um, crossed. We get the <laughs> yeah, I really want to know the story of what was happening. But I feel like we've all witnessed like a crime or two that doesn't make it into the blotter. Maybe they're just trying to like keep their keep their crime stats. Like censor like what's going on. Okay. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's um, I say we take a quick musical interlude. Yeah. You have a song and recommended here. Stay with me, and I'm definitely gonna play that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we will be back to talk about that very exciting article so stay tuned we'll be back in a minute um you're listening to wxvu v891 the roar this is currently please tune in and we will be right back 
actually, give me one second. Oh. Sorry. And ad started to play, so I just have to let can't that time out. No, we can't. All right. And now we're ready to go. Enjoy.
And we're back. Indeed we are. You're listening to Please Tune In on Villanova. V89 won the roar. We're going to read a couple of white cards for you before we get back into it. Ryan, would you like to read these white cards? Sure thing. A breakfast with Santa will be held on <laughs> December 11th at the Inn at Villanova. Yes. Enjoy a hot chocolate bar with all the fixings or select from a full breakfast menu. Mm-hmm. Tickets are $33 for adults. Okay, first of all, Santa's going to be there. So okay, sorry, How sorry, dare sorry. you with That's that tone? True. Price priceless. <laughs> like the real like The, the real, real price oh, okay. Not like is <laughs> you can't put monetary value on meeting is it gonna Santa. Be, is it going to be like the real Santa? Yes, like obviously it's oh, the okay. real Santa. Okay. okay. And $25 for children's aged 3 to 12. Children <laughs> aged 2 and under enter for I love free. That. It's like 2 and under like Allison's going to come like <laughs> Register. I what Santa's cut is on that of the thirty. Yeah. I wonder how much they make. Yes, yeah, they don't give him. It's definitely not a cut. It's definitely like two hundred dollars. Take it or leave it. No, no. Yeah. I, I bet they get. I bet. The, I bet like the good. Like there's a Santa school. Like there's a place where these guys go. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you? No, no stop. What are you talking about? Look it up. Yeah, there's like Santa a Santa school where the where like. Where? I the don't North know where. Pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like they go and train how to like be good at doing, doing No, he, he actually wasn't even joking. The Charles. Well, first of all, it's the Charles W. Howard Santa Claus School. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. On the website, the top of the website says, he errs who thinks Santa enters through the chimney. Santa enters through the heart. <gasps> Charles W. Howard, 1937. They've been doing this for 86 years. Wow. They host it. Okay. Wow. They host it once a year, October fifth through seventh. We've unfortunately already missed it mm. um, this year. In it's Mich- only a weekend in Michigan. Yeah, it's only a weekend. It's to up- <laughs> I think it should be a year at least. <laughs> yeah, I want them like my like, year of training. training. Yeah. yeah, to uphold the traditions and preserve the history of Santa Claus while providing students with the necessary resources to improve and further define their individual presentations of Santa and Mrs. Claus, allowing them to enter the hearts and spread Christmas spirit to everyone they meet. That is beautiful. I love how they're like the tradition of Santa Claus, as if like the modern image of Santa wasn't like an ad campaign. <laughs> It's um, like that's what like they're a nonprofit though. Good for them. That's probably what it is. They're very much like we're decommercializing Santa. He decided. Oh, this is so awesome. I have to read you some of the history. This is so <laughs> yeah, please do. awesome. Okay. In 1937, Charles W. Howard, a farmer in Albion, New York, established a Santa school in direct response to his displeasure with seeing other Santas in frayed suits and cheap beards and a shockingly inadequate knowledge of reindeer. He- Ooh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> like Not a good caretaker. Yeah, he he, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Name all the reindeer right now." He said, "Name them all right now. Name them all right now. Go." Dasher, uh, uh, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and uh, who's that other one? I forget. You that. don't recall forget, the most famous recall. reindeer of all, <laughs> you idiot. But anyway, um, he decided he could start a school to make a better Santa. The first class consisted of <laughs> three men, including. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! Trick into doing this. I'll tell you. It says a welder from New Jersey. <laughs> His friend? It doesn't even say what friend. I want to find the inaugural class and interview them. And a neighbor. That would be an awesome interview. They might be dead. (laughs) It was 1937. They must have already been like grown men. And then Charles eventually had a a Christmas-themed park with several barns, a train, and some reindeer. Children from miles around would visit, including Tom Vallant. I don't know who that is. (laughs) It was originally from a town called Salamanca, about an hour's drive from Albion. 
Oh, okay. So it, okay. So here's who who's that who that is. As a little girl, I sat on Charles Howard's lap too. Holly Valant said, "We were from a small town. Every child wanted to go to Christmas Park." From 1948 to 1965, Charles Howard was the featured Santa Claus in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So he had his credentials. Perhaps the most visible Santa in the United States. That's probably true. Um, and then some, some more background in history. The school was taken over by Nate Doan in the 1960s, another famous Santa who in 1968 moved the school to Bay City, Michigan. Tom attended the <laughs> CWH Santa School in 1975 when expecting his first child. Today, the Charles W. Howard Santa Claus School... <laughs> Sorry, the name makes me laugh every time. It's so serious. Continues running under the direction of Tom and Holly Valant and is carried on in Midland, Michigan, with an eager student body of around 300 joyful and jolly new and returning students every year. And it has their picture. They really do make a good Santa and Mrs. Claus. Look at their picture. Know, they like look at. They like look at exactly. Talene, let me turn it around so Talene can see. I don't want to unplug everything we have going on here. But Whoa. look at this legit Santa and his Honestly, legit lady. I feel like there's more creative freedom in the Mrs. Claus outfit, like historically, and I appreciate that she like kind of pushed the envelope a little bit. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I I do like it. It's awesome. It has even more background. Do they have elves? I'll keep reading from the website. Do they so. have an elf like subclass? Not subclass. <laughs> um, underclass. Oh my god. <laughs> like, uh, interns. We're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go free the oppressed elf class yeah. that they have at their school. <laughs> but um, Tom and his wife Holly. Yes, that's her real name. Have been involved in the CWH Santa Claus School since 1975, together with their five adult children. They continued to keep the spirit of Santa alive. Tom had the honor of designing the amazing Midland Santa house. It was designed to look like those made of gingerbread. He makes all of the animation and hand carves displays in the Santa house. Tom is a civil engineer and is currently president and CEO of Gerace Construction Company. Tom is a toy maker, a wood carver, and a builder, which comes in handy. He is legit. Yeah. I didn't know that much went into being Santa. I thought you just put on the costume. No, he has, like, all angles. Yeah. He can make every toy. Both Tom and Holly love working with elves and have 12 little people they call grandchildren. (laughs) They should phrase that differently. Of course, they also love animals and especially the reindeer they care for in their own backyard. That's crazy. And the best... legal? I, I think prob- you can't have reindeer. Really? Yeah. Hey, like they're, why do they're, you know that? Because um, they live in Alaska, like, natively. <laughs> okay. They live up there. That so. doesn't mean you can have them in, like, Michigan, though. No, no, but, like, I, I, I remember hearing that at one point they tried to, like, raise them, like, for, like, meat. So they were, like... <laughs> oh, fun! They were, <laughs> okay. they were, like, reindeer, like, ranchers. So okay. Can't, they could own them. I got you. So. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I think probably the best part of the background is that the Santa School has done a world tour. Ooh. So a 1995 like a performance? No, no. They go and teach or a it to master class. Exactly. Okay. Master class. <laughs> they conducted the first World Santa School in Ilusiat, Greenland. The participating countries included Germany, Ireland, England, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Canada, Spain, Australia, Greenland, South Africa, Switzerland, and the United States. Australia doesn't need Santas. What are they what are they doing with that? What do you mean? Why don't they need Santa? It's like all the way down there. It's they, like North Pole. They gotta have like a like an inverse, like a dark Santa. You know what I mean? Like a, like a dark Santa. Santa. Like invert the colors. 
Nah. They under okay. I'm, this just keeps getting better and better the more I scroll down. The next section is called Academic Excellence, and it describes their school curriculum. It, it says Academic Excellence CWH Santa Claus School Curriculum. Classes. No, you guys are gonna guess. Classes will begin Thursday, October fifth at nine a.m. The days will be filled with many activities and information. The school officially ends after the graduation banquet. <laughs> on Saturday, October 7th, around 9 p.m. So there's a long, long, long list wait, wait. of activities. It begins on Friday, it ends on Saturday, and they have And there's graduation. <laughs> okay, graduation. Are they fitting all of this in? So, okay. Students attending the school will experience and learn. What do you think they learn? The lore of, like, Santa. That's the Proper first thing on the list. Sitting. That's kind of the second thing on the list. There's... It's such a long list. I'm in disbelief <laughs> at how learn, long like, it is. like, how to, like, talk to kids. Let me see. Yes, they Basic do. Basic toy manufacturing. Ooh, let's see. Yes, Ooh. actually. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, outfit stuff, costumes. Yes, okay. costuming. Any other marketing. guesses? Yes, marketing. Ooh, okay. You guys are nailing <laughs> I mean, to be fair, any shot here is going to yeah. hit because they have... I'll start reading it to you. So... First, the history this of Saint is the Nicholas. This liberal arts education. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is it. When will Villanova introduce this into their curriculum? So, the history of Saint Nicholas and Santa Claus. Proper dress and use of makeup. Professional wig and beard applications for those without real beards. For second <laughs> tier little, Santas. Yeah, that's a little that's bit tough. like. Mm, yeah. Do you have to go to the beard class? Experience mm. for radio and television interviews. Mm, okay. Santa sign language. <gasps> Oh, I love that. Tell that's me really that's good. not really cool. Singing voice and presentation skills, mm-hmm. question and answer forums, Santa visit with children, accounting and business tips. Makes sense. Marketing advice. They are freelance. <laughs> they are <laughs> freelance. They're in the gig economy. Live reindeer habitats. Um, meet real reindeer. Mrs. Claus. Midland Santa House visit. <laughs> One of them just says Mrs. What's Claus. The whole class on Mrs. Claus. It just says Mrs. Claus. Like acquiring one. Yeah, like, like pickup tips. <laughs> they tell you where to go find a girlfriend. They're like, try bookstores. Instead of Tinder, it's called yeah. Holly. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, they're like, go to Applebee's after 9 p.m. when the apps are half off and you'll meet a swell lady there. Um, Midland Santa House visit. Practice Santa flight lesson. Flight lessons? I didn't even see that part. Huh? They're getting aeronautics in here. This is so crazy. Make toys in Santa's workshop. Newest toys and gadgets on wish lists. That makes sense. Okay. Health and exercise. <laughs> what are they that. teaching it's, them? No, it's, it's like okay, I get it. Eat it's like, cookies. No, Every it's, cookie gets a piece of broccoli. Yeah, it's like you gotta be, you gotta be like, you gotta be like nice and plump, but yeah. like you gotta watch your like heart health. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. It's, okay. It's like that balance is. Okay. It's like sumo wrestlers, like yes, how they are yes. athletes, but like the general public would be like, wait, what? Like it's probably the same type. Santas of Santas like, are athletes. Regiment. Those yeah. two guys that escaped on foot, Santa could have. <laughs> gotten them down exactly you know Santa when like, you go them. to like a mall santa and they like they like grab you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, that's because they've been lifting oh my god proper lifting techniques mm. of children but they like hold you down yeah <laughs> I, I think they, like, because some kids get like them. fidgety they yeah. probably teach them to like hold tight for a picture right um anyway also includes you know for 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 the cost of tuition um you get greyhound bus transportation a trip to the largest christmas store in the world cookies and coffee very adequately two full meals 
You get dinner on Friday at the Bavarian Inn, the world-famous chicken restaurant. That's what it says. (laughs) And dinner on Saturday at the graduation banquet and much, much more. So... I'm not the biggest fan of Bavarian food. I think that would be my main deterrence from going to Santa school. I don't even think I have ever tried Bavarian food. It's like German. Oh. Isn't it like the the pretzel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all they eat, just pretzels in Bavaria? They got like, what, like sauerkraut? Pretzel, sausage, sauerkraut, beer. Ah, okay. Yep. So (laughs) for this amazing two-day package, this like incredible experience. What's the cost? What's the cost? (laughs) That's what... I want you guys to guess. So there's a cost for returning students and there's a cost for new students for this incredible (laughs) experience that I will be participating in next year. What do you think the cost is? Oh, I have no idea. I really can't guess. Like, I have no idea how to price. Yeah. Okay. We know it's priceless. We know it's obviously an incredible. I don't know. 15,000. Less. 15,000. Wait, what? They put put a lot of stuff there. You put 1,500. No, I like I like highball. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know, maybe they're showing up a lot for this. They had they took a lot 000. of stuff there, guys. The tuition the is very reasonable. It's for new students six hundred dollars. That's not bad for at all. alumni five seventy. You get a thirty dollars discount what if, if you're an alumni. What alumnus. if like I went? Would they like kick me out? You think you're not? You can't. Listen, I love you deeply. You could never be a Santa Claus. But like, what if like you don't what have? If that was like my dream. <laughs> no. Like, what if I like? I don't care. You don't have the physique. You don't have the look. You don't have the swagger of a Santa Claus. You'll never. Be, they can't teach you that. Are you jolly? No. He's not. There you go. Yeah. No. That's that's the only application question. <laughs> Are you jolly? Yeah. Do you think they reject people or no? Probably that's, not. I'm gonna check I the wonder FAQ. If they do. So the FAQ, oh, hang on. What's the acceptance rate of the yeah. Santa Claus? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very prestigious, <laughs> 16%. It's lower than Villanova's acceptance rate. Um, okay, so hang on. So under the FAQ section, there's a quote on the top, being Santa is a privilege, not a job. So From true. Tom Valent. Okay. That's how I approach life. So let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I wonder if the courses are like like rigorous. Like if you like mess mm. up on something, they're like, come on, man. <laughs> like F. Okay. So, I think that the well, best... Well, do have returning students, so it can't be... Yeah, you know I mean? it can't be too crazy. So I'd let's... say it can't be too easy, because people have to come back. I feel like they... Mm, they probably, like but it's you a probably... social thing, I feel like, for mm, those guys. It yeah. definitely it's like is. summer camp. And there's probably stuff you have to relearn every year, like new toys, yeah. and like true. new what Very the kids are into. So, besides all like the cancellation policy whatever they have some fun questions in here which is what is the expected dress for school dress for santa school is casual during class but we ask that you wear sunday clothes in parentheses they explain what sunday clothes are (laughs) nice clothes saved for special occasions for the graduation banquet banquet on sunday evening i love this and then it's there are two more questions i'm gonna read to you they ask do i bring my suit or beard no suits, beards, and or accessories will be needed. There will be vendors for you to explore if you are looking for a Santa suit, beard, or wig. This is a genius enterprise. This Santa school is about learning how to be Santa. We believe in the magic of only one Santa and do not encourage groups of Santa Ooh. to be dressed in their suits together. They're doing like metaphysics here. Yeah. This is like crazy. Yeah. This is so awesome. There's like one like universal like world spirit Santa yes. that they all like. Yes. That's crazy. It possesses each of them like when it's their time. Wow. That's like so it's like even while they're doing all this where it's like we're all learning how to be Santa. We have many different classes. But don't, like, don't bring it in here. But it's also like we aren't Santa though. Like we're learning but we're not. There's only one. You have 
and you have to be him. They emphasize the be. It's in capital. This Santa school is about learning how to be Santa. It's not even like you're acting. No, yeah. like you be. You have that. to be yeah. him. They had no acting classes on that no. list of very thorough curriculum. No, items. you're not because you're not acting. You're you're being it. Whoa. And then, <laughs> um, amazing question. <laughs> that <laughs> this is great. Is it best to have a real beard? Someone asks. Not really. <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a little bit casual. <laughs> the school will give you ways and ideas to have a real beard that you put on, and magically. I love that. You haven't even heard the best part and magically change into the most well-known character in the world, Santa Claus. Our wig master can show you the way. These hair they pieces wig are the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, but I lo- it like reminds me of like when people who wear wigs or whatever, when they're like, oh, if someone asks me if this is, is this, is your hair real? Is this my hair? I'm like, I, it is my hair because I own it. Same thing. It's like. It is a real beard, even if you have to put it on. Yeah. I love the yeah. philosophy here. Yeah. Are there like reviews? <laughs> that's that's a phenomenal question. Wait, let me is see. Testimonials. School? Like a different one? More. Oh, I'd like a like Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Like a rival? Wait, okay, let's see. Let's see. Wait, what's going on here? <laughs> There's so much. They have like their news stories, like they have um, news stories. Someone wrote an article about them called the Harvard of Santa School, which is awesome. So it is competitive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They have articles in USA Today. Is there a Mrs. Claus school? I think, um, I, there's probably a small, oh no, they also do Mrs. Claus. It seems like. Wonderful. Yeah, of course they're inclusive. I was a little bit worried there, but yeah, a lot of different media outlets have covered this very exciting organization, (laughs) but let me see. Okay. They have a contact next year. That would be amazing. (laughs) We could go, we could ask them for, um, enrollment as part of WXVU. Yes. Because that's how me and Ryan got tickets to the cat extravaganza. (laughs) We were like, hi, can we cover your event? And please let's do it. That'd be so amazing. Um, but no testimonials, it, it appears. How did we get here? Because <laughs> there's a they're having one of these guys. Oh, they're having yeah. the one the one Santa, the only like the. Oh, wait, we should. What go did we and search be like, to, did you go to this school? Yeah, we should ask. Like, are you, are you an like an alumni? accredited Santa? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> That would be so awesome. And he's like upset about it. Yeah. He's like, 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 they turned me down. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, they told me I would never be good enough. So there's no reviews? I, not to my knowledge, I didn't find any on their page. There's like a Reddit forum of like, that would be so awesome. R slash Santa. Oh my God, there are competing schools. There's the Northern Lights Santa Academy, (laughs) and they have testimonials. They have great testimony. The testimony will be like so much better than that yeah. horrible, like Howard School of Santa. Wow. Okay, I have to read you the top testimonial on on Northern Lights Santa Academy. So it says, wow, what a weekend. As a first-time Santa, I wasn't sure what to expect. I had been online and looked at some sites and read about their schools. A couple of my friends who'd done it before asked why I had wasted $300 for school. (laughs) After this weekend, it is, I can give them 1,000 reasons why I went to a school. (laughs) And after looking at other options, I can probably give them 1,000 reasons why I will go back to school in the fall. (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe how much i learned and how much i learned that i don't know gonna be a summer of studying and practice (laughs) studying (laughs) 
What are you hitting the books? Are you like studying like I don't what like like, <laughs> like medieval folklore and like stuff like that? Like to... they're just watching the Rudolph movies over yeah. and over again. <laughs> Every Christmas oh movie. The whole weekend was great. I especially how there was a schedule and everything stayed on time all weekend. Thanks again, and I will see you in the fall. They, <laughs> whoever wrote that, is ready to go back. They were not very specific, though. No, they said a thousand reasons and gave none. No, they gave You're... one. They liked the schedule. Yeah, look at so this one says this is from Santa Barry W. They're all signed like Santa, whatever their name is, or like Whoa. Mrs. Claus, whatever. And there's one elf one, and I don't know why that what? one. They, they have elf. Elf, the elf training. One. The yeah. elf one just says quality knowledge, great exercise <laughs> with skilled instructors, and good conversation with others in the community. Noel the elf. That's do, it. Do, wow. they, do they have like elf? I could be an elf. I couldn't be Santa. I could be an elf though. The photo you oh you could, be you a good could elf. definitely oh, yeah. be an elf. You're very elven. Um, oh my god. Sorry, I just read one that literally sucked the breath out of my lungs. <laughs> 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 oh my god. What, what do you tell? It's it's like three sentences and it knocked the wind out of me. What a fantastic school. One. Beth and I really enjoyed the classes. Two. Three. Cannot wait to try the hair whitening procedure. Ooh. I love this. You ever like take your like sweetheart to like the Santa school? <laughs> like, get trained this couple went together. Mrs. Claus and I have attended two NLSAs and are anxiously waiting for number three. Santa Rick and the lovely Tracy do an outstanding job of bringing the best in terms of not only presenters, but a varied and wide array of vendors as well. One can truly get everything one needs here at NLSA. This, the mentoring aspect of NLSA to me was and is one of the most significant and important opportunities. In wow. five years, we're going to get a Netflix documentary that's like no, the cult of We Santa. have to break yeah. the 100%. news on this. Like, this There's is, this is amazing. One scam school. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They see like the success yeah. Yeah, in this community and they're like, I could, I could do it. Someone refers to like the buddies they made here as my brothers in red. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> excellent, Ooh. excellent time to learn. Sorry, the share. McCarthyism jumped out right there. <laughs> like, hey, your comrades, so you'd say. I said the Santa Brotherhood too. It's kind <laughs> of awesome. I love this. No, this is the best thing I've. This is the best bit we've ever had on. This Please is a tune very good bit. I'm ever. This. this is fantastic. I cannot even believe. I think this is what the real evolution of christianity was meant to be <laughs> yeah yeah this is this yeah. is like the highest form mm -hmm. of like american christianity it just wow. santa we gotta replace all the like be a friar posters with with be a santa, santa. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. this is so incredible like and all that they have so many testimonials and <laughs> what a fantastic weekend this is the fifth santa school i have attended i, wa I wonder if they had to like we're looking do... forward to the next one like wow i wonder this if they like did awesome. like a one of them on like zoom when like COVID Ooh, that happened. must have been sad must have been so tough for them yeah it's definitely about the like camaraderie and the it community is, for yeah. them and like that this is so and they have such a big team our wow. team, Santa Rick, Mrs. C, Becky Stratton, Santa Joe Pridgen, um, Angela Ashworth, William D. Barwick, B. Zachary Bennett, employee. Missy Boggs, Santa Nick Cardello, Dr. Jeff <laughs> Jagoda. They what have a, a doctor. Oh, I'm clicking on his page. Give me a second. <laughs> Joy and happiness. He's been a university professor in Atlanta oh. since 1979, following three years at the Centre National de la Recherche Scientique. Scientifique, Mulhouse, France, and the Technical University of Munich in Germany. He was appointed. <laughs> Wait, what is happening? 
happening? He was appointed associate chair for graduate studies and research in 1995. And then it goes on to say... His prime research areas lie in the area of combustion and propulsion. With, <laughs> this with, is like the NASA furries, but like yeah, so much better. Yeah, what is this? With special emphasis on combustion diagnostics, unsteady and pulse combustion, microcombustors, low NOx combustors, and combustion control. He has extensive experience in optical diagnostics. Like, what is this? Why is he a part of this team? It doesn't even, <laughs> it doesn't like explain. Yeah. You gotta have a hobby. Yeah, He's a fun. guest instructor, but what does he teach? <laughs> I'm okay, so how do you bewildered. how do you think the sleigh flies? How do you think they, oh, yes, how, right? who is the flight instructor? It's this guy. Yeah, you're right. They also have on or their he team developed the whitening procedure. <laughs> <laughs> the whitening procedure. <laughs> you're not gonna believe this either. They have a rabbi. On their team I as well. I love that. that. Rabbi good, Adam Stark. Good. Good. What does he do? Uh, he's a guest speaker, but I, I wonder what he it's like. On. Intersectionality in Santa. Yeah. <laughs> they go deep. I thought this was gonna be like buy a beard. Yeah. Hold a child on your lap. Say ho 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 Merry Christmas. No. No. It makes sense. Like, how do you deal with like Jewish kids that like? Are they 100%. teach them like pedagogical differences. This is in- <laughs> insane. It has his whole, like, oh, he's the spiritual leader of congregation or Torah. He, it has his whole bio. I, it's, it, this is incredible. Really so well put together <laughs> and, like, so fancy. I cannot believe this. I, this is so fascinating. I want um, the rabbi to be, like, pioneer in liturgical theological studies in the intersection of Jewishness and Santa Claus. They say, no, 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 you're joking, but they're not even kidding. They say on their, like, homepage, one of the cornerstone philosophies of the Northern Lights Santa Academy is diversity in education. With that in mind, (laughs) we always strive to invite instructors from other Santa educational institutions as well as guest instructors from arenas outside the industry who have something to offer our students. That's so cool. That's amazing. This is so That's a better amazing. diversity statement than Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh God. My. And with that, it's getting very close to four. Four yeah, is creeping well, up I on us. That. But this is my favorite episode of Please Tune In that we've <laughs> ever done. Um, All right, we're, we're Talene, gonna go thank there. you so much thank for being so on our show today. Thank you for having me. Yes. This I has, learned so much. Yeah. This has taught me more than I've learned in some of my classes this semester, to be <laughs> honest. This should be a class. Yeah, it should be. But anyway, this has been Please Tune In. Um, I'm Allison. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talene. Yes, thank you so much for being with us this week. Um, Catch us again next week. Same time, same place. Friday's 2.30. In the meantime, Villanova, have a great weekend. And keep listening to V891 The Roar. Have a great rest of your day, and we will see you next week. This is Owen Hewitt, host of The Ozone, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. V891 The Roar is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day, for the first time in Villanova's history. Listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our now full-time FM signal. And stay tuned for details of how WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. Play-Doh paper due tomorrow? 
Need a fresh set of eyes to look over your final draft? Haven't even started yet? You can make an appointment at the Villanova University Writing Center, located on the second floor of Falvey Memorial Library. The Writing Center is full of professionally trained tutors who assist Villanova students of all majors on their writing assignments, from personal statements to thesis papers, at any stage in the writing process. Hours of operation are Sunday from 3.30 to 7.30, Monday through Thursday from 11.30 to 7.30, and Friday from 11.30 to 3.30. Stop in or call 610-519-4604 to make an appointment today. Considering an online pharmacy? Explore BeSafeRx to find useful information and resources to help you purchase medicines safely online. A safe online pharmacy requires a doctor's prescription, has an address in the United States, has a licensed pharmacist, and is licensed by a state pharmacy board. It's best to stay away from online pharmacies that don't meet these criteria. Discover more helpful tips and resources at BeSafeRx. Go to FDA.gov slash BeSafeRx. Listen to WXVU for programming through our partnership with Philadelphia's Germantown Radio. Tune in every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the InfoHub Radio Hour, a community journalism resource to share information and stories of and for residents of Germantown. For more information on Germantown radio programming, visit gtownradio.com. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Rain is likely for your Veterans Day Friday with the potential for heavy rainfall, a high today of 69. Rain continues overnight. We'll get down to 63 for a low. We clear out for your Saturday with a mix of sun and clouds. A real nice day, a high of 66. And much cooler Sunday with a mix of sun and clouds, a high of 49 degrees. Villanova University's WXVU 